sphere of that, you'll hear me singing over the intercom and going. <laughs> Not only from my childhood, when my sister looked at me and said, who is singing so off-key here? And, and then the, the band was playing one day, and they were getting all this feedback, and they were looking at each other. Someone's really off today, and <laughs> it happened to be me. So <laughs> remind me to turn. Right. <laughs> yeah. So with that uh, journey through life, you know, it, it's external, uh, but we also have this simultaneously uh, an internal journey and just kind of following our heart and, and listening to it and just discerning that, that, that way of grace and that way of peace as we go throughout life. And um, one of the definitions, uh, classic definitions for prayer is lifting our hearts and our minds up to God. And what does that actually mean and how often do we do that? And, I can see a few of you go, oh boy, I don't know if I'd want to do that, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that's one of the definitions. So I'm just going to read here from 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, just a couple of verses here. Uh, Rejoice always and pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And as we take some time just to, to pray and to reflect on that, on those verses, um, the question I want to ask is, what has been your experience with prayer? Maybe it's been very comforting. Uh, maybe there's times that it's been kind of awkward, and maybe sometimes you thought, I, I don't know about this, and you maybe just kind of get that uneasy feeling. And what has been your understanding of that prayer as well, just uh, the good and the bad and everything in between there. So let's just take a, a few moments just to pray on our experience and our understanding there of prayer. So let us pray. Yeah, yeah God within and without, and we, we discover that <clears throat> through that stillness and that prayer. And also just thinking of what we call prayer, we, sometimes we think of prayer as being very formal, sometimes very educated, and it can just be from the heart. Just whatever happens to, it can be that and so many different ways that we can experience prayer. Any other thoughts on prayer and meditation? So I'm talking about praying like uh, Tom Bean. This is just an experience I had in, in high school. And, uh, and I, I meant to put a question mark after the praying like Tom Bean there. It's just kind of a little, little different there. But rejoicing always and, and giving thanks in all circumstances and praying without ceasing. Yeah, we quite often have that little guide. Any other thoughts before I share a couple of myself here? When I was going to ask... Philip, is that on in the nursery? Where? Yes. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, well, during my uh, junior year in, in high school, uh, we played a, a basketball tournament right after Christmas, just a couple days after Christmas. And since it was the holiday, you know, we had time for, for one practice. And then we got on the bus for, for Leonard, Texas. And I remember thinking, I go, who names a town Leonard? Who names a town Leonard? And yet I love the, the small town Texas names. Uh, we have Turkey, Texas. And when I was in college, we had a guy from Turkey. His name was Ray, and his, we called him Turkey Ray. And I always thought it'd be neat to be from a place called Turkey, you know. And then we also, I remember my first day in school in, in the dorm there, and there was a couple guys down the hallway from me, and I said, where are y'all from? And they said, from Happy. We're from Happy. I said, no, really, where are you from? They said, oh, we're from Happy, Texas. And they happened to be cowboys. 
and they were very happy too. So we always call them the, the happy cowboys. And when you go into happy, there's actually a sign outside that says, welcome to happy, the town without a frown. And, and, what, a, and what, a, what a great name that is. And there also, we had a guy named, uh, his nickname was Bevo. And he was large, of course, and he was from Earth. <laughs> Earth, Texas. Just another great name. And in thinking about this, uh, I had a good friend from Muleshoe, Muleshoe, Texas. And of course, their, their mascot for the high school team was the mules, so they were the Muleshoe mules. <clears throat> and one of my favorite small towns is also a place called Snook, which is south of uh, College Station. And Snook, it's a little Czechoslovakian. <laughs> She's tired of hearing about this. So <laughs> Yeah, well, it's a little Czechoslovakian community, and they have the absolutely best kolaches ever. And I've been searching for a kolache like you get in Snook, Texas, for over 30 years now. And so I just love Snook as well. And thinking about small towns, and I think it's actually unincorporated. Uh, this week, I was thinking about Luckenbach, Luckenbach, Texas, with uh, Willie and Waylon and the boys. And just what a wonderful song that is. I'd like to go down there someday as well. So we got on the bus, and we're going to Leonard, Texas, just a little small town. And one of our players, uh, our, my teammates, Brent, he said, Coach, he goes, where is Leonard? <clears throat> and our coach said, I don't know. But as long as the bus driver knows how to get there, we'll be all right. <clears throat> and then Tommy, he said, well, Coach, he goes, who are we playing? We didn't even know who. We just showed up from our Christmas break, and we we're going to this Christmas, post-Christmas tournament. And he said, who are we, who are we playing? And this was the year that we were waiting for because we had dreams of playing in the state tournament down at the University of Texas at Austin. And we hadn't lost a game yet. So we really didn't care who we played because we were very, very confident. And coach didn't say anything. And someone said, well, who are we going to play, coach? And our young coach, Joe Longino, and he had just graduated uh, from college. And he turned around from the front seat of the bus, and he, and he was trying, we could tell he was trying not to smile at us. Who are we playing, coach? And he said, Tom Bean. Tom Bean. And we said, Tom Bean. And we were just roaring and laughing, and we started saying all these, all these things. We, we thought we were really funny at the time. And we said, Tom Bean must be pretty good to take on a whole team. And how is Tom Bean going to guard all of us at once, coach? And what will happen if Tom Bean fouls out? Who are we going to play? And if Tom Bean, throw, if the ball goes out of bounds and he has to throw the ball in, so who is he going to throw it to if he's the only one there on the team? And we laughed and we laughed. And Coach said, well, you all settle down and get your minds on the game. He goes, I heard Tom Bean is pretty good. And we just, that, we just thought that was hilarious. So we just started laughing and laughing. And how is Tom Bean going to be? A whole team. So we got to Leonard and we put on our, our game uniforms and we started warming up in the gym. And it was one of those really old, smelly gyms from the small towns. And Tom Bean was nowhere to be found. And the jokes continued. Tom Bean must have had a flat tire. He doesn't know how to change a flat. Tom, must, Tom Bean must be lost. And the referee came over and he told us, he goes, Tom Bean High School. And that's actually the name of the, the town as well, Tom Bean, Texas. They've had bus problems but they will be here on time for the game. So we finished our warm-up, and we went into the locker room, and it smelled like dirty laundry. 
And all of a sudden we heard this loud, raucous talking on the other side of this very thin sheetrock wall, which separated the, the two locker rooms. And for some reason, at the very top, they didn't take the sheetrock all the way to the top, the last 12 inches, they put uh, chicken wire up there. <laughs> and we actually had a guy on our team named Rock King, which was always kind of nice to have a guy on your team named Rock King. Uh, and Rock looked up there, he goes, well, if Tom Bean's that tall, he goes, we are going to be in trouble, because it was about eight or nine feet up there. And then Tom Bean arrived, though, and we couldn't see him, and they were just cussing and swearing like, like drunken sailors. And we couldn't believe it, because that was a no-no on our team, and we'd be running, like, forever. And Cody said, okay. He goes, uh, let's gather around. He goes, Tom Bean has some very colorful language. Well, let's gather around for a prayer. We always prayed before every game. And who wants to lead us in prayer? Who would like to lead us in prayer? And we did the same thing we always do, even here in church. We all took a knee, and we all looked down immediately, and we joined hands. And Willie, he's the one, he was the president of our Fellowship of Christian Athletes. He's the one that always said the prayers. And he said, I'll pray. And so Willie started his prayer. He said, God, and then a miracle happened. Tom Bean <clears throat> could hear us on the other side of this wall, and they got absolutely quiet, completely still. And Willie prayed on, and he knew he had a, a, another, a greater audience there. And he said, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this opportunity to play basketball, and may we and Tom Bean, and we just had to muffle our laughter, may we and Tom Bean play fair and to the best of our abilities, and may you protect both teams from any injuries tonight, and may we give you all the glory. Amen. And we all said amen. That was a pretty standard prayer before every game. And then we heard these scattered amens from the Tom Bean on the other side of this wall. Well, prayer unites us. Well, wow, we thought, who are these guys from Tom Bean High School? Well, not to be outdone, the Tom Bean coach, and we couldn't see him. He didn't want to be outdone. He said, uh, who would like, he didn't say anything to his players about their language or anything. Who would like to lead us in prayer? Oh. And we were just, we were getting ready to leave. And I thought, well, if they're praying, we better, that'd be kind of rude. So we'll stop and, and we'll listen to them as well. And then the deepest voice that I had ever heard up to this point in my life said, I will coach. And it's this really deep, deep voice. And they listened to our prayer. So we thought it would only be nice if we listened to theirs as well. And then this deep voice from beneath the sea said, Lord, real deep. And there was this very long, long, uncomfortable silence. And then this voice said, Lord. And then there was this other long, long silence. And I was wondering, does Tom Bean know how to pray? Do they know how to pray? And then that rich bass voice said, Lord, if it is your will, help us kick Wiley's bully. <laughs> oh, and then this roar, <laughs> this roar went up from Tom Bean. All the players, they were just screaming and yelling. <laughs> We were just looking at each other like, oh 
my gosh. <laughs> Did he just say that? And can you pray? Can you pray that way? <laughs> and so half, we were half, half of us, we, we were laughing. And the other half, we were scared to death. <laughs> Tom Bean wants to destroy us, and they're asking for God's help. <laughs> well, uh, I learned a lot about prayer that night. <laughs> well, Father Ron Roy, he says, our classical, one classical definition of prayer is defined this way. Prayer is lifting whatever is on our mind and hearts up to God. That's what they were doing. <laughs> and you can think how rarely do we truly lift up our hearts and minds to God. And Roheiser says that quite often we, we tell God what we think God wants to hear. Rather than what's really on our minds and hearts. That was our standard prayer before every game. What we thought God wanted to hear from us. We feel like we are praying only when we have kind and hopeful and altruistic thoughts. So we rarely lift our minds and hearts up to God in prayer. And if anything, thinking back to that night so many years ago, Tom Bean was just being honest. And we actually were praying for the same thing, just not out loud. <laughs> and we all, when we think about our lives, we all have moments and even seasons of doubt and anger and alienation and pettiness and tiredness. And it's at times like this that we do need prayer. And what we need to take to prayer is precisely those bitter thoughts and feelings and offer them to God. And in prayer, we give everything to God and we just sit with it. As many of you know, we sit with it and just listen. And we seek guidance or wisdom from the Holy Spirit. And this is how we can always pray. Pray always. And I don't know for sure when God seems to answer prayers and when God seems not to. But I do firmly believe that prayer and that meditation leads us to the foundation of love and joy and peace and abundant life. And I do know on that winter night so many years ago in Leonard, Texas, that Wiley, where I was from, and Tom Bean High Schools, we played hard, and we played to the best of our abilities, and nobody got injured, except for our egos, because Tom Bean did beat the tar out of us. <laughs> and it was really, really bad. And I can remember going into that locker room after the game and Tom Bean was next door and they prayed to God for delivering the big victory to them. <laughs> and who knows? Who knows? But may we lift our minds and our hearts to God in prayer. All, whatever is on there. And just spend time and hold it and listen. And may we seek that discernment and healing from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.